Welcome to the Remove the Guesswork podcast. We bring you a 10-minute episode every single week to give you everything you need to optimize your well-being. The show is brought to you by BodyShot Performance. They use technology and science-based solutions to create happy, healthy, and resilient teams. Find out more at bodyshotperformance.com. And now here's your host, Leanne Spencer. Hey, welcome back to the show. Hope you're doing well. Hope you've had a good week. Something I don't think gets talked about very much when we we think about well-being is the influence of our environment on our health, on our well-being, on our mental and physical, emotional, spiritual health. We often think about nutrition, sleep, fitness and movement, mental health, our resilience, but we don't always take into account our literal, immediate environment, the wider environment out there, and all the other slightly more esoteric interpretations of the environment. So that's what I wanted to talk about today. I really give you five things to consider that might just move the dial a little bit in terms of your well-being or maybe maybe something you've not thought of before. And I think it's pretty important. I mean, I'm talking to you right now from the office. I spend quite a bit of time thinking about how energizing this space is. Now that takes me to my first point, which is your immediate physical environment, the space where you do your work or the space where you spend most of your time. So we're probably talking about an office or a work environment and your home. And let's go back to, to the office I'm stood in right now. Now, what have I done to try and energize this so that it's a place that I come into? I associate it with work, but not in a negative sense, but it's energizing. So I look at some of the pictures on the wall here. Um, I've got pictures of various different endurance events that we've done over the years, the Arctic Circle Race, the London Marathon dressed up uh, as Dame Edna, believe it or not. Behind me there, there's a picture of Noel Gallagher, which is just to remind myself not to take myself too effing seriously, basically. If you can imagine that sitting in a Mancunian accent. Um, And it's a vibrant picture. I've got a picture of a sunflower painted by my mum. Basically, there's stuff in there that I find energizing. I look at these endurance events and I'm taken back to those tough but fun times. It reminds me of the bigger outdoor world and, you know, to a degree, some of my purpose for why I'm in here working, because I want to be able to have the time and energy to get out and do those endurance events. Noel Gallagher reminds me of fun. Um, So it's an energizing space. I've also got an office with lots of natural light. It was deliberately selected for that reason, um, for that natural light, because that's an incredibly important aspect of of staying energized, you know, the physical environment. Not so recently, there was some mould up in the top part by the window. And I immediately got onto the managing agents and got that fixed because we know that that can cause issues as well. So let's step aside into that point. Uh, I know somebody who works at one of my clients who was unaware that there was a carbon monoxide leak in the flat. And it wasn't until they were going into doctors with headaches and various other physical symptoms that they got some tests done and realized that this was happening. So check your environment. Check for mold, check for gases. Make sure you've got smoke alarms fitted with carbon monoxide detectors. It may sound paranoid, but honestly, I've heard about this more times than you you probably imagine. So you want to make absolutely sure that the environment isn't polluting you in some respects. But you've got those pictures. You've got the light. You've got it set up so that it's movement promoting. So some of you may have heard of Katie Bowman, who's written... um, 
lots and lots of books, actually. She's got a great podcast, um, which is called... Oh, it's gone out of my mind. I'll put it in the show notes. Um, She's also got this concept of movement is nutrition, and her house is incredibly Spartan. Now, I'm not suggesting that you mimic this. I haven't. But there are no sofas. There's very few chairs. You know, they, they sit cross-legged on the floor with their backs upright. Um, She has her kids doing lots of climbing without shoes on, so they get lots of nice ankle flexion and dorsiflexion and good musculature, and they're used to walking on uneven surfaces. Point is, though, you don't have to go to that extreme, but don't have an office or an environment um, where you spend a lot of time that is too comfortable. So you've got a nice cosy chair and it really supports you and you haven't got to move any muscles or support your own body weight. Try and have something that's fairly fairly energizing. And, um, you know, the thing I talk about a lot is the standing desk, making standing your default as one of your non-negotiables. Um, but also every now and again, you stand up, you sit down. Every now and again, put your headphones in, switch your camera off on Zoom and just go for a walk up and down the office or the, the floor if you can do that. So don't have anything that's too physically comfortable. And that's probably it in terms of your immediate physical environment. But then let's think about outside. Now, if you live in an area that's heavily polluted, can you consider making a move? Or perhaps you consider getting out into fresh air every now and again, whether that's a drive to the countryside or a drive down to the coast. But be mindful of the air quality in the area that you you live in, because that can really affect our health. Similarly, if you live in an area where there's lots of traffic, there's going to be um, you know, carbon monoxide pollution from the cars that are passing. So be mindful of that as well. Maybe you could take your daily walk outside of rush hour, outside of school hour, you know, the beginning and the end of the, of the middle of the afternoon. If your environment is loud or scary or unfriendly or unwelcoming, consider making a move. Because I think the effects of that type of negativity seep in and reside within us. They don't really go away. They can often build so that you start to feel quite uh, insecure and and afraid of your environment, and that can build. So be mindful of that as well. And then there's the people that you mix with. Do you find them energizing? Are they engaging? Do you feel like you're pushed? Do you push each and challenge each other in a positive way? Uh, I'm doing an accelerator at the moment um, around uh, the idea of keynote speaking. And I'm finding that I there are people in the group that are really, really pushing me in terms of my thinking, challenging me, giving me new ideas. Um, it's a really good group. A group of people are, are driving each other forward as well as making their own personal progress. That's amazing. You know, are you in groups like that? To a degree, is your social circle about that? You know, I'm not suggesting that every group you go into is about pushing each other harder to have better, faster ideas, but Is it a diverse group that challenges you in all the different ways that you want to be challenged intellectually, emotionally? Um, So that's another thing to think about. And then, of course, there's the social environment, which is kind of linked to that. Your community, uh, the connection you have to your community, but also taking this a little bit further, your connection to meaningful work, to purpose, to values. If we talk about Johan Hari's book, Lost Connections, he argues that a leading cause of stress, anxiety, depression is a loss of connection to yourself, to nature, to animals, to to other people and meaningful work and purpose and values. And that, I think, is very important. You know, it's a different context of environment, but just as important. I think it's, it's a fundamental human need to be connected, not extrovert and connected to everyone and plugged into all these different groups and stuff, but connected in your own individual personal way. 
Um, and then lastly, in your head, you know, your head is, is a physical environment that you will be spending a lot of time in, esoterically speaking as well. Um, how much space do you have in your mind? Do you allocate time during the day? As I've literally just done, just a daydream for 15 minutes or even less, just to let your mind wander, to let the mind rest. You know, do you meditate? Do you do conscious breath work? Do you practice form of heartfulness, which is about doing something you really love, where you can really get into yourself and, um, and, pr- and have some escapism, have some headspace? I think that's arguably one of the most important ones, but they all have a bearing on our health, our fitness and our well-being. So as a quick recap, we talked about the immediate physical environment, the rooms that you spend most of your time in or the environments that you spend most of your time in. Then we talked about the environment outside in your local area. We talked a bit about the people that constitute your everyday environment, friends, family and so on. We talked about the social environment. So if I took sort of extended the notion of the idea about friends and family into community and connection, deep forms of connection. And then lastly, your head as a physical space in which you need to keep tidy and clean, but also spend time in, but not too much time. And that arguably, as I say, I think might be the most important one. So hopefully that's, that sparked a few ideas and given you some ideas on, um, And what else you can do aside from the usual stuff around sleep and fitness and nutrition and all that kind of stuff. It's perhaps one of the more underappreciated aspects of well-being. So please share this episode with anybody you think would benefit from it. And as always, a massive thank you for listening. Um, This podcast continues to grow and grow. And for that, I'm very grateful. But above all, I just want to get on this platform and share a message, which I hope that most of the time you find valuable. So thanks again for listening. Have an amazing week. Stay healthy. To find out more about what Leanne and the team at Body Shop Performance do for companies, head over to www.bodyshopperformance.com. While you're there, why not take our Wellbeing at Work scorecard and find out how your business measures up in four key areas of well-being. Well-being strategy and aspirations, well-being resources and training, energy and motivation, leadership and values. Thanks for listening and see you next week.